Welcome to 108 Mindfully Made, the podcast, a safe space where we'll discuss spiritual topics and tips and tricks for living a more mindful and purposeful life. I'm your host, Samantha Cooper. So grab a cup of tea, grab a blanket, sit on your meditation cushion because 108 Mindfully Made, the podcast starts now. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this new episode of the podcast. So I'm really excited because today we're going to talk about energetic protection. It is one of those days where it's been cold and rainy and I just want to curl up on the couch with my cozy blanket and stay warm and really just kind of be alone with my thoughts. I always find that when it rains, I always open up a lot more energetically and I think that's just because water is a conductor. Uh, I open up a lot to a lot more spiritually um, when it's raining or I start to receive like intuitive impressions and things of that nature when I am exposed to water. So I think that's just sort of how I am and how I function. So I always find myself like doing a lot of introspective work when it's raining and getting ideas. And the idea today was energetic protection. I had a couple people reach out to me um, and ask about Reiki and nursing. And I just thought that this would sort of tie in really nicely to, to that. So I touched a little bit on what I do like on the nine to five or well, like I should say the seven to seven in my case. Um, so I work as a nurse um, at a hospital and that can be extremely draining. And of course, when you're intuitive and open and um, as most nurses are already pretty highly sensitive people I feel that anyone who works in any sort of service field where you're helping people get well or serving the general public you're a lot more open energetically than um, say someone who maybe you know doesn't necessarily um, <clears throat> interact with people a whole lot throughout their workday so for me it's definitely um, a challenge to balance both so with the Reiki and the nursing, you know, they're two totally different facets as far as healing goes. I love um, nursing, but, you know, there's a lot of bureaucratic sort of red tape that goes along with it. A lot of computer work, a lot of charting. It's not like I could just get to go to work and take care of the patients and teach the moms and babies and do all that. There's a lot of other stuff that goes into it. And then with the Reiki, I love the Reiki because I feel like I have complete control over the energetic space I work in. Um, you know, I can create the space how I want it. I can energetically balance it how I want it and how's best for my client. So it's definitely, um, it's definitely a switch going back and forth, um, from the two. So I find that the Reiki really recharges me. Um, but with that being said, there's a lot of things I do or have learned how to do over the last couple years, as far as protecting my energy, because I didn't quite understand uh, what was happening to me. So I started to meditate to sort of calm down and sort of have this sort of um, decompression, if you will, sort of coping mechanism to deal with the anxiety and the high stress situations that I was experiencing um, at work in the hospital. And it actually started to backfire on me. And I, I know that now that was because I already was a highly intuitive person and very empathic. And I was trying to also sort of repress that as well. So it just sort of compounded and got worse. So what I would find is that at the end of the day, I would leave the hospital feeling extremely drained physically, emotionally, mentally, everything, spiritually, just, just wiped. And I knew I was doing something wrong and I just couldn't figure out what it is. And I, you know, I 
I'd heard about shielding and protecting, but I don't think I really understood exactly what it was or how to quite do it just right. So it took me a long time to kind of develop a practice that actually I felt started to really work for me and protect my energy. So I'm sure a lot of people have heard of, you know, energy vampires, if you will. So the way that this whole thing works is that I feel like anyone who is really kind of connected to their heart space. So if you're a very compassionate person or you're a person who just does a lot of inner, deep inner work and you're, you're really activating your heart, your heart chakra and really activating that heart space, that space of compassion. I, I feel like that a lot of times opens you up energetically in a beautiful way that will, you know, allow you to give compassion and generously, you know, sort of just be there for others, which is a beautiful thing. However, when you're opened up that much energetically, you have a tendency to unintentionally give our energy away. Uh, and so that can actually happen when there's an imbalance of energy. So if you're work, especially in the hospital. So for me, when I'm working with patients that are in a lot of pain or they're going through something very traumatic, um, you know, their energy, they're energetically, they're very, very low and in, in turn, that, that imbalance starts, you can feel that imbalance and your energy will automatically sort of filter their energy. They'll pull that energy from you because they need it. Um, they don't do this intentionally. And a lot of people call them energy vampires. And, you know, it's not something that anyone's doing intentionally. It's just sort of the nature of the beast, if you will, in terms of this type of work. So, you have to really learn how to hone your own energy and sort of protect yourself and your space so that those things don't happen and so that you don't give too much of yourself away and that you don't absorb too much of what's around you. So the heart space, you know, literally radiates electromagnetic energy and based on how you're feeling at one given, any given moment that that field around the heart fluctuates and it goes back and forth. And this is true for all of us. So there are times when we're interacting with other people that our heart spaces are literally ebbing and flowing and rhythmically coming in and out of one another's and you know we really are truly all energetically connected and tied to each other in that way so it makes sense that we would definitely need to sort of know how to put boundaries up so that we don't unintentionally pull one another's energy into our space and hold it there or take something from someone or give some too much of ourselves to someone so this is really what I wanted to talk about so what can happen is when someone starts to get angry or heated or um, just starts to kind of get very into that space of um, just sort of low, what, what some would refer to as like a low vibe or low frequency space, it's literally almost like a vacuum effect occurs to their aura. So their aura starts to get smaller and it pulls back into them. And what can happen is your energy, if your heart field is very open, your energy can start to get pulled into that space too. And that's kind of the best way I could kind of describe it. Almost think of it like a vacuum. And I'll give you a good example of this because I work with a lot of nurses who ask me, you know, hey, what can I do to sort of like protect myself when I walk into the hospital so I don't leave at the end of the day feeling completely drained? So I'll talk about kind of how some ways that you can sort of protect your energy other than visualization. But for me personally, I do best with literally just removing myself from a situation that may just not feel good or icky. I will just step away from it if I can, if I'm able to. 
If I'm not, that's when I utilize this visualization. I make sure I do this visualization that's at the end of this uh, podcast daily. I do it before I go into work, preferably, um, just because a lot of times what can happen is if you don't do it uh, and then all of a sudden you get into an icky situation and you try to just go and shield yourself using a visualization or some other type of um, shielding sort of practice, uh, if you don't cleanse yourself first, what can happen is anything that you may have pulled into your energetic space if you shield yourself, whatever you've pulled into your space may tend to stay there and that can become an energy suck as well. So you definitely want to make sure that you're cleansing and then shielding. So we're going to go over all of that in the, in the imagery that we're going to do today. But I'll give you a quick example. So for example, the other day I was at work and I usually situate myself far, far away from the front of the nurse's station as possible. And I do this just to protect my own energy. I really like to not be sort of in the chaotic, chaotic um, sort of traffic flow, if you will. Um, and that can happen at the front of the nurse's station where everyone kind of intermingles because it can be overwhelming. Even if I do this protection, it still can become an overwhelming space for me. So, you know, like I said, removing yourself from a situation is always good. Grounding is great. Going outside, getting some fresh air if you can. I know sometimes it's not a, an option when you're, especially when you're working in an environment like the hospital. Um, but if you have the opportunity, it's a great thing to do. Um, so definitely. But so as far as what happened the other day, so there was a discussion happening at the nurses station regarding you know, something happening, um, with another unit or with our unit. I'm not sure. I can't really remember the details. doesn't really matter, but all that matters is that the energy level began to shift in the entire space and you could literally feel it. And I work with a nurse who's extremely, she's totally psychic. She has, she's intuitive to the max, um, extremely clairvoyant, but her whole life, she's always tried to sort of shut it down. She wants nothing to do with it. Um, but you know, I could literally see her, she was up there and then she walked back to me and it was almost like all the color had drained from her face. And she just says, I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. And I'm just so drained, so drained. It gives me anxiety. And I just thought, yeah, that's, yeah, I completely understand. Um, and that's what was happening up there is that she was so open and everyone up there was getting so involved in what was going on. And they started to really kind of not be able to see past themselves when they were talking. And literally you could feel the vacuum effect that was happening on the floor. For me, a lot of times when I start to notice that the heart space for someone is changing or that um, things are getting tenser, you know, they say you can cut tension with a knife in the air. For me, you can definitely feel it. And I'm sure you've all felt that where you walked into a room after someone's had a big argument and the air just feels different that it feels thick you can literally feel the the electromagnetic electromagnetic force field in the air has shifted and it's it's not a funny it's not it's not a fuzzy feeling at all it feels gross for me I always for me a lot of times I'll feel pressure change in my ear and that's how I know that that, that that's actually happening and if I'm not even involved in it, I can sense it. I'll literally feel like a suck or a pull to one area. And that's how I know that the vacuum effect is sort of happening in that one space. And essentially all that is, is just like their energetic spaces, their heart spaces are getting very, very small and they're condensing. And I'm feeling that pull because I was intertwined with them. So it's definitely one of those things that you do have to really kind of work at. Um, the more intuitive you become, the more open you become spiritually, the more you start to recognize these 
things, these subtle changes energetically around you, and it can become extremely overwhelming. So definitely something that I think is important for anyone who is at all sensitive. I always say if you've ever walked into a crowded space and you felt immediately overwhelmed or felt anxiety, uh, anything like that, or been around a person for too long and had an interaction that went maybe too long and you just feel wiped afterward, this is a great meditation or visualization for you to do. Um, anytime. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And this is definitely one of those practices that I bring into my Reiki space. And I do with every single client. Um, I do a visual, this is a visualization that I use every day in meditation. And I, like I said, I use it before every session. And it really, really helps me to function at my highest good and allow me to connect to the highest vibration and the high, you know, get as close to source as I possibly can in terms of connecting with the light. So I feel like it's a really, really helpful um, visualization. So essentially the way it's going to start is we're going to do a cleanse and then we're going to move into pulling in the light to sort of build that energetic bubble or shield around us. And then at that point, hone it back in so it's really nice and tight. And then we will and the meditation. But if anyone is looking for, you know, good practices or good things to do that can help them strengthen your spiritual sort of psychic gifts or um, coming coming into your intuitive abilities and really just kind of curious about how to sort of tap in a little more or practices that you can implement in your daily life, I'm reading this book by Kyle Gray right now. It's called Light Warrior. And actually, part of the visualization that I that I implement, um, he actually goes through step by step how to do this and um, it was just kind of I thought it was kind of funny because it was already a process I was doing and I just thought it was really beautiful that it kind of the synchronicity of the two so definitely I think just a nudge to me to kind of oh (laughs) give a shout out to that book so if anyone's looking for any reading it's a light read it's really great and just has a lot of insight and information so so full disclosure, I'm not a meditation teacher. I'm literally just sharing things that I feel have helped me in my practice that I feel will be beneficial for others. And if it helps you, I would love to hear the feedback. If not, you know, totally, totally cool. I get it. You know, what works for some, what's work, what works for one may not work for all. So, but yeah, thank you so much for sticking with me, guys. I have a lot of stuff coming up. I'm really excited. I have some special guests that I'm going to have on. I feel like we're all a teacher to each other, you know, we're all the student to one another. So it's just a really cool thing. And I'm really excited to use this sort of, um, this outlet to do that. And I think it's really cool. And I'm glad that it resonates with people. So, so if you guys have anyone that you think would be good, a good guest, um, that I should link up with, you know, feel free to shoot me an email. It's 108mindfullymade at gmail.com. All right, you guys. So we'll get started with the meditation and I hope you guys enjoy it. So I want you to begin by just finding a comfortable position, either laying down or sitting on a chair with your feet firmly planted on the floor or on a meditation cushion, whatever serves your body best in this moment.
and gently closing your eyes. Allow yourself to become aware of the space around you. Just dropping into the now. And I want you to take a big deep breath in through the nose. Hold it at the top. And exhale out the mouth. And inhale through the nose again. Hold it at the top. And exhale out the mouth. And one more time, inhale through the nose, hold it at the top, and exhale out the mouth. And then just allow your breath to fall into its natural rhythm, noticing the ebb and the flow. you relax into this space, I want you to bring into your mind's eye a vision of a flame, be it either the flame from a candle or the flame coming off of a piece of wood. Notice that flame as it burns warm bright, ebbing and flowing with the movement of the wind in the air. Dancing in front of you. And just focus on that flame. The glow as it becomes bright yellow in the middle and as it stretches out toward the air it becomes more orange and warm. Feel the warmth coming from that flame as it moves through your whole body. begin to rise from the flame as it dances in the wind, carrying itself up high and around out into the air around you. Begin to follow the smoke as it disappears into the air. Smoke moves toward you. 
allow the smoke to dance around you in your energetic field. Allow it to swirl around your head, neck and shoulders. Down around your torso. All the way down to your feet. This purifying smoke Allow it to pull anything from you that's no longer serving you. Either thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, beliefs, events, memories, whatever you want to allow to go. Allow the smoke to pull it from you now. As the smoke begins to disappear, you're standing in the most serene setting, light, clear, cleansed. Allow yourself to take it in. What does the air feel like? the ground beneath you. Notice any sense. Just the overall feeling that you feel being in this space. For this is a space that is sacred for you. And now we're going to connect with our heart center. So bring your attention to that space. You can do this by noticing the rise and fall of the chest with the breath, or you can place a hand over your heart. Feel the beating of your heart. Know that this is the space where love resides. And I want you to imagine someone, something, a memory, a person, an animal, something that makes you feel love, bring that to mind. Anything that makes you smile with gratitude. Feel into this. Feel what it feels like as your heart expands with love. For this is your true essence. 
Where there is love, no fear can reside. This is what will protect you. With every breath, the love grows stronger. Just allow yourself to be in it. You may feel chills, a warm tingling sensation in your body. You may feel an ache or a tightening in the chest. Just know that that's your body reacting to that energy of love, that higher frequency. To the left side of you now comes a beautiful white light shining so brightly as it glows upon you. And as you look in front of you, a bright blue light appears, shining, cascading over you. And then to your right, a beautiful green light falls over you and behind you, a glowing golden warm light beneath you on your feet a warm red radiating beautiful light from the earth touches the soles of your feet and as you look above you the most gorgeous brilliant yellow light cascades over you. All directions you are surrounded by the most beautiful colors of light. These lights begin to mix together, creating the most beautiful rainbow around you, surrounding you from head to toe. The light connects to your heart center interweaving all of these beautiful energies. This light, this mixture of beautiful holographic light surrounds you. With every breath and every exhale, the light expands in a sphere radiating from your heart out, getting bigger and bigger, wider and wider, stretching 20 feet around you in all directions. This is an energetic sphere of protection 
for the only thing that can penetrate this sphere is that which is of your highest and best good. Otherwise, it acts as a steel curtain blocking you from anything that no longer serves you or will not serve you, protecting and harnessing your energy. This fear is strong, an interlocking web all around you, a boundary. light and love take some time to know that this fear is always with you it resides within you and you can call upon it whenever you need losing strength. Your heart is pulling that protective sphere towards it until it engulfs every cell, every pore, every crevice within your physical body. You are protected. You are shielded. You are held. You can access this energetic space whenever you need. You will walk through this world to give and receive love. the sphere comes closer back into your heart space. Allow yourself to come back to the room, thanking this sacred space for holding space for you in this time and knowing that this place you can return to whenever you wish. You just have to call upon it and it will be there. to slowly become aware of your fingers and your toes, bringing your awareness back to your body and the room around you. And in your own time, allow yourself 
come back and open your eyes whenever you're ready.